Hey guys, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment and kind of just acknowledge that there's a lot of crazy shit happening out there. Between the pandemic, which was already crazy enough, there's a lot of protests and a lot of angry folks out there. And we just want to say we support the Black Lives Matter movement. And we really acknowledge that there's a lot of inequality in the world. And we support everybody who's standing up for the injustices and who are out there just making their voices heard. And if you're out there protesting, just stay safe. Stay out of jail, guys. We love that you're doing it. And we love you guys and we just really don't want anybody getting sick from being out in a crowd or or getting arrested for doing something stupid but make your voice heard and be proud and be strong and i know it's hard to acknowledge when we normally just tell jokes but it's hard to not see this all happening and feel like you want to be involved and you want to support people so we have your backs we fight for equality and <laughs> we'll be here telling some jokes and i hope it just kind of takes your mind off things for an hour or whatever but let us know what you've been up to let us know what's important to you let us know what you've been doing throughout all of this we really do care. We do want to hear about it. So hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Now let's talk about how we cram a Star Wars framework into uh, Showgirls or something stupid like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fucking great idea. I'm going to use that. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. We have a All right, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Matt, we're continuing our Star Wars month. I don't know how this became Star Wars month, but we're continuing it on, rolling on more Star Wars. Last week we talked Star Wars. We were talking about how we would have made the prequels better. I think we fixed it, man. George Lucas wants to like go back in time and take our suggestions. Then he listened to our Leprechaun episodes and he's like, uh, I'm just going to leave everything. I'm not going to go back in time. <laughs> time travel and the Rocketeers, not a good mix. We're doing some more Star Wars today. This is an idea my wife had and she was like, what if you just... Just made Star Wars a different movie, and she tried to make Star Wars a Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which I don't think she's ever seen, but she tried to... <laughs> How has she never seen it? Me and Amanda just watched that like a week and a half ago. She probably saw it like as a kid, but but her I, it was like quite clear that her memory of it was a mm. little fuzzy. <laughs> but that's what we're doing. We're, we're taking Star Wars characters and Star Wars tropes, and we're taking other movies and kind of mixing it together. And we did this with the Muppets very successfully. So today we're doing it Star Wars style. This will be good. I, it's funny. I did some prep on this. I wrote some stuff down. I have I had some ideas. Uh, we'll probably riff on. Well, we'll definitely definitely riff on each other's ideas. But Amanda asked what we were doing for a topic. And when I explained it to her, she was like, oh, what do you have? And I was like, oh, I have this. And I was like, wait, I have like eight or nine things, like eight or nine movies that I came up with and casted Star Wars and came up with some ideas. So I'm excited to get into it. I'm excited to see what you have. I'm excited to see what you think about mine. I think this is going to be a fun little romp. Do you want to kick it off, man? Hit me with one. All right. I'll give you my first one. This is the first one I thought. It's super on the nose. And I'm sure I'm not the first person to, to do this but this is all me not looking at the internet or anything but breaking bad okay you got breaking bad you have obi-wan it's alec guinness obi-wan okay and then you have hayden christensen anakin is jesse so obi-wan is walt he he's a dying jedi and he decides to go into the business of fabricating kyber crystals you know what kyber See, crystals are kyber crystals are going to come up a lot in this episode yeah. <laughs> most that... of my plot yeah most of my plots evolve around revolve around kyber crystals yeah the oh, lightsaber See, you've been so crystals. against all the new shit i thought you might not even know what kyber crystals were but they're in the they're in the books later like luke has to go find some kyber crystals to get some shit yeah i guess that's true that's true and jedi fallen order you have to go to the old jedi planet Ah, to like find your kyber crystal and like you find it and you get to pick what color you want and you can make your lightsaber i'm just so back like with video games i don't play video games and i'd love to play that i'd love to play predator i'd love to play jason but i don't i only have a playstation 3 and a a one-year-old so i can't like for financial and time reasons i can't justify buying a playstation 4 to play that shit so yeah. I, just, I haven't even checked it out yet but that um that game looks badass i know nothing about it other than it's star wars and i've seen a couple of clips from it we'll talk about it in a second but i want you to keep going with your idea so we got uh walt is obi-wan jesse is anakin and they're gonna make kyber crystals and if you guys don't know kyber crystals are essential for a lightsaber it gives the lightsaber power and changes the color of it and everything walt jr is played by like tatooine luke in the white shirt but i was gonna go to the tashi station and pick up some power converters. Yeah. You can't see me hobbling. Yeah, <laughs> Ruby was crippling around. Um, 
Uh, Hank is Han and Marie is Leia. So that's okay. uh, Skylar's brother and sister. Skylar, I didn't cast because I just, I don't know. There's plenty of things. Luke, Luke. <laughs> Oh, there you go. How about, and I was, actually, I was going to make Walt, I was going to make him Uncle Owen, but I figured it should be a stronger character, like a character sure. we know more. How's this? Badger and Skinny Pete? Yeah. R2-D2 and 3PO. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this. This is great. You went heavy into the casting, which I like. I still got more. Why Kyber and Crystals and not uh, like Death Sticks? I actually I thought about that as well. And Death Sticks might come into play in another movie that I did. But I just thought Kyber Crystals, because they look like crystals, the visual yeah. of them holding up baggies with different color Kyber Crystals, right? <laughs> and then you have um, Gus is played by yeah. Jabba. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Right? And then I have Better Call Saul would be Better Call Lando. That's great. Right? And Lando enforcer of course would be Boba Fett instead of Mike so Boba Fett would be the aging bounty hunter who is no no nonsense no bullshit getting in his parka hiding behind the the tubs of lard that's pretty damn good I like that oh dude you have the episode the the bottleneck episode where it's the fly stuck in the kyber crystal lab but instead of a fly it's like a Minoc or something he's like swatting at it the whole episode just trying to get that fucking Minoc out of there I love this this is great uncle uncle Hector or Tio the old guy in the wheelchair Ding, 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 ding. Would be the emperor. Okay, great. And then you got those twin those twin assassins with the axe. Yeah. Darth Vader and Darth Maul. That's badass. And the last one I have is at the end of the, of the, of the series, when Walt wants to disappear, he goes to see Yoda in an old vacuum cleaner store on Dagobah. And Yoda's the guy that smuggles him out and hides him. That's great. And there's a million fuck, like just think there's a million scenes that you can do with that shit. Yeah. Oh, you have the Millennium Falcon exploding over an entire season where there's like, like fucking the fuzzy the dice falling from the sky and like you're like oh they keep finding shit and or dude Obi-Wan's. what about you have fucking Anakin standing on a street corner and two guys are walking up to kill him and then you have Obi-Wan flies in oh no with a speeder the land speeder, the speeder from Tatooine just, just, just knocks thump, him thump, thump. yes <laughs> this is great dude wow <laughs> you really yeah this is good this is funny as shit right that's amazing so let's keep it on Tatooine okay I want to do green room but with the Frigger and Dan band Damn, that's awesome. What? First of all, what a great pull for a movie. And also, what a great pull from the Star Wars universe. I'm on board. People might be surprised, people who know me, because I am Max Rebo all the way. Fuck figuring Dan. His jiznodal music can suck my balls. <laughs> I am a, a Max Rebo fan, but the Max Rebo just didn't fit into this specifically because in Green Room, it's a, a punk band that ends up at a neo-Nazi bar trapped in a green room under siege after they witness a murder. And the, the Frigger and Dan band performs at the Moss Eisley Cantina, which is racist against droids. So they show up to perform at the Moss Eisley Cantina, and all these guys are fucking droid-hating neo-Nazi fuckers, and they witness a droid murder, and they're like, shit, and then they're trapped in the green room while fucking, uh, you know, like, no droids guy is banging on the door being an asshole. You got that one guy, he doesn't like you. I don't like you either. Panda Baba and Dr. Evanson. Evanson's, yeah, he's banging on the door trying to kill him, and it's just it's just fucking green room. What would be a dog substitute? But like they're getting chased by Jawas and shit, and it's it would just be pandemonium inside this bar. But all the band members look exactly the same with their big butt heads and butthole mouths. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome what a great great idea yeah that would be uh tan room <laughs> and that's tan room that's awesome dude too because i was trying to think of a good um uh, a good dr- specifically an all droid cast and i just didn't get to it last night we got into some yeah. stuff i was working on a couple other things at the same time and i kind of changed gears after i had fucking nine movies in this i was like all right let me do that for a minute i'll come back to this and i just never came back but that's awesome i love it and what a great you guys haven't seen green room it's an awesome movie i went into it not literally not knowing a single thing about it it's um, intense i think oh yeah. people call it a horror movie it's not a horror movie to me it's like that intense like running scared level of intensity it's more like, like a yeah i would call it like a, yeah. a high intensity thriller for sure i well, wouldn't say horror no it would not go in the horror section of our, of our yeah, i was gonna story. say where would you put it 
uh, it would be a thriller because it yeah. is based in real life and nothing in it couldn't happen in real life and it is horrifying. Yeah, it's scary as hell and it definitely is like an edge of your seat. I actually watched it with some friends who didn't know what it was and I was like, oh, this is really, really cool and I think I probably said intense. They, It was too intense. Like, they didn't have a good time and I was like, oh, sorry, babies. Oh, I could see that happening. I could be like, Kate, watch this movie. It's so fucking cool and then her being like, uh-uh, uh-uh, mm-hmm. and her being mad at me for like a week. Yeah, because especially <laughs> if you don't know or you're not in that mindset, yeah. that director does all that kind of shit though. He did Blue Ruin. Um, uh, dude, Blue Ruin was on my list and we could probably do it on the fly, but when I was thinking about how to make Blue Ruin into a Star Wars movie, then I was like, fuck, Green Room. Oh, and at oh. first it was Max Rebo Band at Jabba's Palace, which is cool. That would have been cool, but Frigger and Dan in the neo-Nazi hates robots bar is great. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's on. And I love the anti-robot sentiment there. That's pretty fucking cool. It's a good idea. Yeah, they're a bunch of dicks. Well played, so, Rumi. Oh, so cool. Man, hit me with another one, Rumi. All right, how about this one? Now just imagine Boba Fett, Danger, Bosk, IG88, Forlum, and Zuckus walking in slow motion. You have the the bounty hunter reservoir dogs. How fucking cool, right? So here's yes. here's who we got for that. Mr. White, who was Harvey... Harvey Keitel? Yeah, Harvey Keitel. He's Boba Fett, obviously. Cool, cool. Mr. Orange, who Are was... Are you a doctor? Are you a doctor? <laughs> Say the fucking words! You got Mr. Orange, shot in the gut. That's uh, Tim Roth's character. He's played yep. by... In this one, he's Danger. Oh, good. Oh, okay? yeah. So he's crumpled up with his fucking toilet paper <gasps> head. Fucking dying here, man. <laughs> I got bullet in my gut. I'm fucking dying fucking here. Dying. You got Mr. Blonde, who is Michael Madsen's character, he's going to be Bosk. Fucking that's so cool. Right? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. With his little like lizard face. Can you hear me now? That would be so Woo! good. You got Mr. Pink is IG-88 because he was that's... the one that was like a professional and was like, this is the job. We should get the diamonds. They should be secure. He was the only one that was really going by the book and I feel like of all those these characters, IG-88, IG-88. is a robot. He should he's be programmed. like people yeah. And then yeah, you got he's... Mr. Blue, the older guy. I forget. The old it... guy who was actually a bank robber. In real like, life? Out of, in real real life oh, out of awesome. prison for robbery yeah he was cool but he was barely in the movie and then you have mr brown who is tarantino also barely in the movie that's for and zuckus because they're together Ooh. they get killed together and no one really cares they're just doing their own thing then yeah. to expand it just a little bit more you got nice guy eddie who is chris penn that's darth vader okay and then you got joe who was darth vader's dad or or, or that character's dad nice guy eddie joe the old guy who lawrence i think lawrence tyranny he put the whole robbery together that's the emperor who is the cop what what would the copy the cop that they're torturing and you know i didn't put that down and i should have so let's talk about that so so let's think about it so if they are on some sort of mission and they get double crossed is the cop a stormtrooper or is he a rebel some sort of rebel spy or something Mm, that's a good question and i i don't know i also for the sake of doing this in a fun way i might cast them as a face i might put luke or han or like a a character there even though you're right in the context of a story it probably wouldn't be someone that high who has a similar presence because I didn't use any faces ever because I, I wanted to keep it in the Star Wars universe, but tangential to the to the movie. Ah, I see. I see. I see. So, I mean, either way, it doesn't matter. I like it. I like playing it either way. So, yeah, it would be good. Like, it'd be cool if it was somebody we knew, but it could also be like Will Rowe Hood, bro. We care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Shit. I don't know. I even pulled out like I had a just a list of all the Star Wars characters, like mostly main ones. Then I also pulled up like the old Kenner action figure card backs just to dive <laughs> yeah. into some background people a little bit, you know? Yeah, that's fun, dude. I like that idea a lot. And that, doesn't it doesn't it fit so well? It was once I realized it was the same exact number of, of bounty hunters to reservoir dogs, I was like, oh, that's absolutely perfect. That's so good. Damn. So I have four Laman Zuckus in a training day situation. Ah, oh, that's awesome. So Zuckus plays Denzel Washington, and Forlom is the newbie, he's the new droid that he has, and they're out doing shit and like running bounties and and doing all this fucked up shit but at the end instead of betraying him Forlom joins him because they they're, they're right. a team that's that's pretty cool I'm on board with that one my name is Zuckus here to cause a ruckus ladies wanna fuck us bad motherfuckers <laughs> yeah I got my rebreather on couldn't look no illa cause I'm rolling with Forlom 
that droid's a killer. <laughs> Rumi has made raps about most, if not all, of the Star Wars bounty hunters. I don't know if you guys know that or heard of that, but yeah, I think we've sang part of that one before. But uh, Probably that is a retread. Yeah, people are like, he ain't got no fresh rhymes. It makes me laugh every time. That's good. <laughs> so, But like, I just love the idea of like hearing Dr. Dre's still D-R-E or still Dre. Ding, 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 boom, boom. Uh, I'm going to play it right here. And then like, you just have Forlong leaning out the window. And Zuck is looking at me like, damn, dude, I didn't know you'd like to get wet. All right. So, yeah. yeah. So here's my here's my question then. Yeah. In that movie, who plays the character of, it's, he was Tuco in um, Breaking Bad. Yep. You ever have your oil pushed in, man? Yeah. I've had my oil. <laughs> he's, he's one of those torture droids. He's one of those torture droids. Like uh, eight, Either 8D8 or EV99, I think. EV99, yeah. It's going to be one of those ones. How many languages do you speak? <laughs> They're at the house and it's like it's like a little R2 unit with the cards and they're just playing cards and the fucking thing. <laughs> you know, and and Forlom turns around and Suckus is gone and he's like, oh shit. I like the idea of wasn't Snoop Dogg in a wheelchair in that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let let that just be R2. They're just chasing a rolling R2. But he still sounds like Snoop Dogg when he beep boops. <laughs> <laughs> but that just has a lot of like great, you know, oh, oh, it, it, instead of a droid, what if it is Gamorrean guard? Like the, the, the Tuco character. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the basement of Jabba's palace. There's like a rancor in the other side. They're going to like throw him in the pit instead of in the tub. <laughs> oh, he should say, rancors ain't got nothing on me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they come down, they're flipping whatever bird creatures flying around Tatooine. <laughs> fucking great, man. That movie is great. That movie's still That is a good movie. That's, that's, and that's one of those movies that you should watch every couple of years, and I'm due. Like, I haven't seen that in a couple of years now. Just smoke crack, man. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. I love that movie so much. I would, I would yeah. watch the Star Wars version of that, for sure. Dude, Mandalorian's good, but if you were to take Mandalorian and say, what movie is it? You're right. It's a spaghetti western version of Die Hard. He is getting fucked up mm -hmm. every second. He's never succeeding. He's very much the everyman who barely makes it out alive, which is cool, which is great, but I would love to see the badass fucking Bosk movie where Forlom and Zuck is just running around being psychos. That would be so great. <laughs> I didn't put Mandalorian in, in any of these. I should I didn't think of that universe. I actually tried really hard mostly to stick to the original trilogy people and yeah. stuff for the most part. I, I, I pulled from other stuff sometimes where I thought it was funny or I thought it fit. Nice. What else you got? Okay. So, man, I, I haven't left Tatooine yet. This is some young Tatooine people. Could be Luke and his friends before he joins the Rebellion. They're going around in their speeder shooting womp rats through, uh, through the canyon, right? Mm -hmm. And they're... Their speeder breaks down and they're like, oh, there's this house over here. There's a hut over here. Let's go. Let's go see what's going on over here. And they get to this little town, some huts, and they're like, it's freaking creepy and empty. And there's like, like skulls and bones everywhere. And suddenly his door flies open. His Tusken Raider comes out with a fucking hammer and just clocks one of them in the head. And they fall down. <laughs> flop, 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 flop. And they drags them back. And boom. And you do Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But the family, the creepy Sawyer family is all fucking Tusken Raiders. <laughs> one of them's like wearing human skin and shit. You get to see what their faces look like when they take those fucking helmets off. Real gnarly. They're all like fucked up looking. And like they're eating humans. They're eating people. Anybody they can catch, eating them. And instead of using the chainsaw, they're using a gaffy stick? I mean, they could come up with any weapon they want that's chainsaw-esque. But it would have to be, you know, we'd have to figure out how to fit it into Star Wars. But I bet there's like a sweet like vibroblade. Vibroblade, yeah. <laughs> what a chainsaw. bunch of fucking dorks we are. I know, right? Yeah, just a Texas chainsaw. Saw Massacre, like a horror movie on Tatooine with uh, Tusken Raiders as the, you know, you could also do it Hills of Eyes. You could also do mm -hmm. the exact oh, same Hills thing with Hills of Eyes. Hills of would be great for Tusken Raiders, right? Right, exactly. I, I mean, just off the top of my head right now, that would be fucking cool. I had a hard time doing horror. I tried to make a couple horror movies work, but I, w I felt like I was forcing them. I, don't, I gotta look and see if I have any horror, but I had a hard time. I mean, I think you can do it, but it wasn't working for me as well as some of the other ideas that I had. But that's why horror works really well when it's that kind of like slasher, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hills Have Eyes, I mean, Green Room, which we just said wasn't exactly horror, but stuff that has to do with like real people. You can't do, well, you could do a Nightmare on Elm 
Street with like the Emperor's ghost or some shit, but it's not as fun. <laughs> right, but right, I mean, right. Basically, Dark Empire, when, wait, is it Dark Empire? What's the one where the Emperor's ghost gets inside of Luke? Emperor's ghost gets inside him? The Emperor's spirit gets inside of Luke and makes him like kill people. I don't know that one. Is it a comic? No, it's a book. Shit, I can't remember. Damn, like I Luke has his. I think it's called The Frighteners starring Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> That's another movie we should rewatch. But but you could do uh you could do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 where, you know, some evil Sith Lord's spirit gets inside some idiot Sith and there's a lot of homoerotic innuendo. Yeah, I'd and, love to uh, see he, Tatooine Luke closing his little dresser, bumping boop, his butt boop, out. Boop, bumping his butt out and playing his little flute. Bumping <laughs> <laughs> Bump his butt out. Uncle Owen's like, you go clean up that room now. <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, I'd I mean, I'd, I'd watch all of those. Okay, I got one. All right. Han, Chewie, flying around the galaxy. Okay. And their boss, who is played by Leia, who's essentially this this kind of big kingpin kind of, of, of crime type stuff, send him to do a job, and it's to protect Ula. You know who Ula is, right? The dancer? Yeah, the twilight dancer who, uh, for rank She's in my, rank she's in my next one. She's <laughs> in my next one, yeah. She, Han, Han, has to entertain her for a night and keep her safe for a night. They go dancing, uh, let's say, in front of the Max Rebo band, and uh, she ODs on some drugs. <laughs> Death sticks. He's yeah. He takes her to Lance, who's played by Lando, and that's the death stick salesman. And he has to inject her in the heart. You have uh, that was trippy. You have a boxer who used to be a bounty hunter. Now he's kind of down and out. Named Boba Fett. He ends up killing a guy in the ring and has to escape a bunch of mobsters. Who's who's that? Who's the lead mobster that he's that that's chasing? Marcellus Wallace, who's Leia. Leia's Marcellus Wallace. Yeah, because who? Because I was trying to think. Aside from Jabba, Jabba's a little on the nose. I was trying to. Think think of who could be who would be a commanding presence and i think leia is one of the strongest characters in i just that love original franchise and, and who 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 was the boxer fat boba fett i just love the idea of her talking to boba fett and it's like on the night of the fight you can feel sting in the back <laughs> of your head that's pride fucking with you fuck pride now think Never about this <laughs> it only hurts Think about the scene later where Boba Fett is punching Leia in the face and he's going, you feel that sting, big boy? That's pride. Fucking with you. Ooh, that also makes the gimp scene really awkward. Well, during that scene, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I didn't think of that. But during that scene, Maynard, who is play, played, that's the fat guy. He plays by, he's played by 3PO. He pulls out the gun and he says, Zed's coming. Zed comes in, it's R2. And the gimp, the gimp, and it's even worse now, but the gimp is played by the Rancor. <laughs> Bring out the Rancor. Bring out the Rancor. Rancor. I think the Rancor's, Rancor's sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> you better wake him up. Um, oh, God. How about, uh, let's see, the movie opens with Forlom and Zuckus <laughs> robbing a, 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 a cafe, right? Everybody be cool. cool this is a, a robbery. robbery. Any of you Any fucking, fucking pigs move. move. I'll execute every motherfucker last, last one of you. That, I guess that's, I'm thinking that's that's probably Forlom. Forlom is Honey Bunny and Zuckus is Pumpkin. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> Han is Vincent. So Han is John Travolta. And okay. Jules Winfield, who is Samuel Jackson, is not played by Mace Windu. He's played by Chewbacca. So you have a whole speech about Ezekiel 25, 17, just as like, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just watches a Wookiee yell for four and a half minutes before he shoots someone with his bowcaster. That's hysterical. They're driving back from their first mission, and who? Do, yeah, who are in, who was in the room? Oh, I didn't. I didn't do the guys in the room except Marvin. Marvin is played by Neen Num. <laughs> That's just because he's a great, great character to get his head blown off. Isn't <laughs> he? um, I also. Have oh, I just shot Neen Num in the face. <laughs> I just thought he had a face that was good to get shot. Shot with? Right. Well, can I also propose they're at a, a place full of like Padawans? Oh, nice. that's where they that's where they bust in to get something? And they shoot the Padawan in the face just because I want to have whoever your Quentin Tarantino character be like, is there a sign in my front yard that says dead Jedi storage? <laughs> well, Because storing dead Jedis is not my job. <laughs> Jedi, Jim, that's Jimmy. Jimmy, instead of Quentin Tarantino, would obviously be played by Yoda. Oh, my sign God. Sign on my yard saying dead storage? there is because, because storing, my business is because storing is is my my business is not 
<laughs> who, who's who's the fixer? Who's uh who's the wolf? All right, get this. I was gonna put Boba Fett because Boba Fett is just so fucking cool. But not only did Boba Fett fit better for the boxer character with uh, Butch, who is uh Bruce Willis's character. How about Winston Wolf, the fixer, is Grand Moff Tarkin? <laughs> <laughs> flies in in the Imperial shuttle, right? He's yeah. on his he's yeah. on his communicator. It yeah. takes uh, I'm 20 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. And then the shuttle lands. Woo! Woo! The wings fold up. <laughs> <laughs> you like oak? I'm an oak man myself. Oh, oak is yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice oak is. Nice oak is. So let's see. That's everybody <laughs> except one super important character. Yeah. And when Boba Fett is a boy, Jango Fett opens the door and in walks Alec Guinness Obi-Wan and he says, I have a present from your father. Been up my ass throughout the Clone Wars while I was a prisoner. And he pulls out a lightsaber, Anakin's lightsaber. <laughs> It's it's Alec Guinness delivering the lines. So like just think of the, the, the gravitas that would be in that that speech. I had this uncooked log of metal up, up my, my ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> And again, I I didn't look I didn't I didn't Google anything about Pulp Fiction and Star Wars. I'm sure this has been cast and done a million times, but it works so well, doesn't it? It has to be the lightsaber with the very large like hilt at the top. <laughs> Just like, and then you see the kid reach up and grab it and you hear ding. Oh, that's amazing. That's a good one, right? I was I was pretty proud of that one. My lightsaber, it's on the kangaroo next to our bed. It's on the bantha lamp. <laughs> oh, and think of how badass a scene. Boba Fett sneaking around an apartment starts to make a Pop-Tart. Han <laughs> walks out of the bathroom after taking a shit. Boba Fett pulls his blaster on him and it just waited. And then that Pop-Tart pops and he shoots him into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. I got to rewatch so that good. movie. That's a, that's. Do you have movies that in your mind are seasonal because of when you watched them? Like in high school, I watched Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction for like a hundred times over one summer. Oh, so yeah. now like those movies feel like summer and summer feels like those movies for me. I got to listen to the soundtracks. If I'm going to watch them, I usually try to watch them on like during the summer. It feels like a summer movie. Do you, ha you have stuff like that? Yeah, I do. I mean, certainly the summer is Jaws. You know, the summer yeah, yeah, is, yeah. you know, I love shark movies in the summer. I love. Can we tease that for a second? Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we, and this is Aaron's idea, but we've cultivated into something fucking awesome. We've got some cool shark shit coming up, guys, for the summer. Yeah. So get, whether get ready. Whether you're stuck inside or not, don't worry. We're going to bring you to the beach and beyond with some fun shark shit. You guys are going to have fun with this. Just when you thought it was safe to get back in the launch pad. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of Jaws, how about this? In space, there is these giant space worms that live on the asteroids, right? What if you did, you know, it's it's Han and Chewie on a ship. I'll get you space worm for you. <laughs> and the poster is the Millennium Falcon flying through space and the space worm coming up to eat it. And it's Jaws. That's awesome. That's, space. Of, that's amazing. That's one of those things that's like, that's got to be done, right? Someone must have made that, that picture because that's perfect. That's a great idea. I'm about to. Yeah, I was like, if, yeah. if no one has made that before, you need to get on that because that's fucking cool. So Han and Chewie are the both parts Quint merged together. Sure. Luke can be the Richard Dreyfus character and Obi-Wan is the, the Sheriff Brody character. I like it. And they're they're going through space trying to catch these this horrible, horrible space worm that's been eating people who were just trying to have a good time on this uh, asteroid. You knew. You knew. I was going to say, so let's cast some of those ancillary characters. All right. All right. All right. So let's have Lando be the mayor. And nice. Lando's the mayor who doesn't want to close. These people just want to have a good time. And then Bad Hat Harry is um, <laughs> Lobot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bad Hat Harry is Lobot. Oh, who else is good in that movie? What's the the widow's name? The lady who's her kid Kittner. dies? Kittner. Yeah, Lady Kittner. Who would that be? Who would be a good Lady Kittner? Pad, I could see Padme delivering that line. You knew. <laughs> you As Anakin knew. gets eaten. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, and it's yeah, baby Anakin, right? Jake Lloyd getting chomped on on a little raft. <laughs> I would actually love to see Chewbacca play Pippin. Han's throwing a stick into the water. <laughs> Chewy, Chewy, there's just a stick floating there. Oh my God. 
<laughs> oh, you could have all sorts of good ones like that. Um, ben Gardner, the guy, is that his name? The guy whose head they find in the boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Ben Gardner's boat. It's Ben Gardner's boat. Uh, who would be a good Ben Gardner? Somebody recognizable, but not too big. It would just be like a, a broken dead head, right? Yeah, but but you want to go, oh, who would it be? Mm, that could be Boba Fett. That's Boba Fett shit. Boink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the slave one's all fucked up. There's yeah. chunks of the slave one missing. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. What would be cool is you could have, he's in the mask, but the mask is all fucked up and cracked so you can see a bunch of yeah. ripped up chewed up face yeah but like the whole thing anytime they're in the water they're in space and right. they're in this asteroid field right and like whatever one of the asteroids was like a resort had been turned into like a fun recreational area where everybody goes just to play on the asteroid and uh this thing was killing people i love it <laughs> I, um... they they cut a smaller space worm open and find like a license plate that says like bespin on it. dagobah <laughs> That's fucking, oh man, that'd be, <laughs> right? watch you want to see that now, right? I would watch it, absolutely. We are making that shirt though, we got to, fuck. That's one of those things, I'd be surprised, I'm not even going to Google it, but I, I'd be surprised that it that it didn't exist yet, that would be amazing. <sighs> so cool, man. This is fun, I'm having a good time with this. I knew we would that this would be awesome, we'd make each other laugh and shit, this is pretty funny. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, I, I got one. Picture a planet. I guess we really haven't seen the. I guess it's like the planet that was on Rogue One. It's that kind of climate. Okay. And you have a young Anakin, very young, maybe Jake Lloyd Anakin. Okay. And he's running around. Yoda picks him up, hobbles to this cliff face. All the other Star Wars characters gather, gather around, and you hear. And Yoda lifts Anakin up. He's the chosen one. And Obi Obi Wan looks on because he's Mufasa. And the Emperor looks on also, and he's upset about everything. <laughs> yeah. Why is it the Emperor? Why isn't it Darth Vader? Because I did because Anakin Simba was Anakin. I didn't want to okay. double up on the same character. All right, all right. So you have scenes where a young Anakin is talking about when he's going to be a Jedi, how powerful he's going to be, and his little girlfriend Nala, who's Padme, she eggs him on. And then you have there was a character in that movie Zazu played by Mr. Bean he was a little bird trying to keep everybody in check that's obviously 3PO nice so you have Simba running around I just can't wait to be a Jedi and 3PO <laughs> <laughs> I should have written that song they meet a friendly man and a friendly Wookiee named Timon and Pumbaa or Han and Chewie and they that's te- great they teach him you know that the force is a hokey religion and ancient bullshit so don't don't worry about it just chill and how to eat bugs <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think that actually works really, really well, right? That's amazing. Imagine the emperor, the emperor throws Obi-Wan off of a cliff, right? Right. Gains, gains power. And then Anakin has to figure out his bullshit, become a Jedi Knight. Who are the three hyenas? That's a good question. The hyenas. You could, th- you could throw some, um, some bounty hunters in there. Yeah. <laughs> Ed's Dengar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could do like a General Hux from the new movies. Could be one of them. Do like a couple bad guys, you know, like General Hux, Grandma Tarkin, and um, you know who else? Uh, maybe Phasma, Captain Phasma. Yeah, right. Okay. That, that would be pretty good. I could see that working. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a good movie, dude. I was talking to my brother the other day about this, and he was like, he's like, dude, I hated the first time I saw that movie. I was like, do you remember when you first time saw it? He's like, I just remember hating it. Too much music, and it was just like, ugh. The Lion. And King? I was like, The Lion King. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Nah, dude, you don't remember the first time you saw it because it was literally an hour after our grandfather's funeral. We were like, let's go see a Disney movie. That'll make things better. Papa, Papa. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. It was not the right movie awesome. post-funeral. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah. I guess nobody read the synopsis for what that movie <laughs> yeah. was about. Like, what? What the, the picture looks cool. What could it be about? Lion King? Got it. Lions. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> That movie's great, though. Love the music, everything about it. Fucking Elton John narrating your lion fuck scene. (laughs) (laughs) Can you feel the love tonight? You're like, whoa. She was like, yes, I definitely can feel it. She could feel it. Damn. That's hilarious. Pointing at her lion booty. (laughs) 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 All right. So on that fucking casino planet that nobody likes from The Last Jedi or whatever the fuck it is, (laughs) this Twelic dancer shows up in a new town, never been, uh, never been out out of her own home before. She's she's in this new place, and she just wants to make it as a dancer. She gets put <laughs> in this dance crew, and oh man, there's some some backstabbing and dastardly bitches in that thing, and they're they're you know throwing pearls on the floor to make her trip, and it's just it's a mess. And you know she finds some friends, makes some enemies, and uh, Paul Verhoeven directs it, and this is Showgirls <laughs> with Twelix. <laughs> 
I would be all over that. Is that now you had mentioned Showgirls earlier? Did you just come up with that off the dome right now, or did you have yeah, this one in the bank? I I came up with it right now because you said something about Twelix. I was like, oh, Showgirls with Twelix on that new Casino Planet, and Showgirls is one of my favorite shitty movies because it is so bad. But it was made like there's times when I'm watching and I'm like, did they do it this bad on purpose? Like, is it actually brilliant because it's so bad? But there's moments like she's frustrated because she's not cultured enough and she's sitting with Gina Gershon and she's looking at a menu and she's like I don't know what any of this means and she throws it on the table literally behind her drawn on the wall like written on the wall it says burgers fries pizza (laughs) 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 that movie has a moment where it's just one scene it's not the entire movie this one scene where she first meets her like friend who's going to be her best friend throughout the movie and she's eating french fries and drinking cola everything in that scene makes an unnecessary amount of noise like squish squish <laughs> bump bump chomp chomp squish squish slurp like everything has so much foley involved with it that you're like this is absurd the abs- it's an absurd film and like overly sexualized just stupid as fuck but like they spent so much money to make like the scarface of stripper movies <laughs> I've seen it, I think about, within the last year, I've seen it all the way through for the first time. I've seen it multiple pieces of it. Like, I've seen scenes and people have shown me some pieces of it. But, god damn, it is funny as shit. How and bad I it think, is, yeah. I think you putting it, a young Twilight, in it would be pretty funny. I could see so, that happening. I have the Blu-ray of this, and the Blu-ray is amazing because it's a picture of a boob. I'm already in. You can't see the nipple, though, because it's a Blu-ray. You know, that's where the disc is. And if you stick your tongue through the hole in the Blu-ray, it makes a boob. <laughs> Why does it have to be your tongue? You can't stick a finger in it? Sure, you can stick a finger in there too, but <laughs> it's a tongue because, I don't know, do you remember the you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals? Yeah, world? absolutely. That CD- Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang. They yeah, did that the one same, looks like a boob. I have that. I have that CD. They did the same joke, and on the CD, if you if you go find that CD on it, it says, insert tongue to make a boob. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't. I did not realize that. So somebody for the special edition release of Showgirls did the same thing for their fucking Blu-ray and thought that would be funny, and it is. <laughs> I'm on board. I mean, <laughs> anything that you could make into a boob is probably worth doing. I also think it'd be hilarious to see Star Wars in such a sleazy light. Like Star Wars has some dark areas in it, but this would just be like sleazy, and people would be like, "Not my Star Wars." <laughs> <laughs> Four lifelong friends decide to go on a journey together. It's in Naboo. They get one of those little space gondolas. They all pile in. Actually, there's two of them, but they all, the two gondolas. <laughs> you, <laughs> you're with me already? I thought it was going to be stand by me, but I know what it is now. Yeah. Exactly. They start. Pretty mouth, boy. Yep. They start, they start paddling along, and you've got Lewis who instead of being Burt Reynolds is either Boba Fett or Maul. Dude, you got Boba Fett for all your things. Well, cuz it's get just he's else. got who's the coolest guy? Like he's Burt Reynolds is the man in that movie. Who else Lando. would you put there? Lando. No, cuz Lando's too funny in it. This movie should not have any sort of fun in it. Okay, fine. It can be all the Maul. Make it Maul. No, the all rest right, of fine. them I don't think I have any other bounty hunters. You have Ed who is who in the movie was John Voight. He's going to be Alec Guinness Obi-Wan. Okay. You've got Bobby who's Warren Bate Warren Beatty, the guy who gets uh, squealing like a pig. That's <laughs> that's C3PO. <laughs> oh my god and then you got <laughs> you got a shiny mouth there. yeah <laughs> yeah he's like you got a really small thin square of a mouth <laughs> you got drew who i think was played by Ro- i think it's ronnie cox the guy who's the bad guy in robocop yeah and he's the the band the good banjo guy he's bail organa <laughs> I also could do Qui-Gon there, but I think Bale is funnier. And they're paddling along. They go under a bridge. See this weird creature sitting up there with a weird space banjo. And at first I was going to say it was Salacious Crumb because I thought that would be pretty funny. That'd be pretty funny. But based on looks, I'm going to go with Snoke. It's Snoke sitting up there. (laughs) 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 Totally Snoke. I didn't cast any of the rapers because they're Uh, in the movie. If they're on Naboo, they're Gungans, dude. Yeah. You squeal like a pig. <laughs> squeal like a bamfa poodoo. <laughs> Yusa's got a tiny square yeah. mouth. <laughs> How wooed. <laughs> oh my god. 
It would work. It would work. I can see that happening. I wouldn't watch that. I'd watch that movie once and be like, that was important. And I'm glad I learned about the need to not destroy our natural habitat. <laughs> I love that movie. Although that is, that is not one that you need to watch uh, every couple of years. You'd... That is not a seasonal watch for me. No, it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's good, but, it's, but it like, is a tough watch. As far as like posters go, what a fucking cool poster. Because the poster is them with a canoe, like hoofing a canoe over their heads. And then the reflection is the wa- in the water. There's like, how many are there? There's four of them. Four five main characters. Four main four characters. Four main characters. And it's four main characters with a canoe over their head. But then in the reflection, it's three of them and they're holding a body. Whoa. Oh, I don't so know that I've seen cool. that. I don't know that I've seen that poster. Dude, look up the poster. Most of the time, it's, it's fucking Burt Reynolds co- coming out with yeah, the, the shotgun. Co- yeah. But there's one poster where it's the hand coming out with the shotgun, and then up top, it's like the reflection with the Let's canoe see. in the body. I've seen, there's, I just Googled it. There's one with an eye, yeah. and it's, they're coming, like, in the canoe, they're coming out of the eye. I see that one. I see the one you're talking about. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that I'd put really on my wall. Cool. The one with the shotgun is pretty cool, but, like, it has so little to do with the actual movie. Oh, yeah. It's just one moment in the movie. It's not even that big of a part. Yeah, that one's cool. Here's one that has, like, archery, like, arrows, I get that. Here's one that is a banjo and the neck of the banjo ends in a giant penis, like with veins and everything. What? That That's weird. That's kind of freaky, dude. Kind of freaky yeah, deaky. I don't, I don't know the music I could play on that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you play it like a flute, Rumi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sir, you're playing that guitar wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. I'm impressed with our movie polls. They have been not at all what I've expected. I'm surprised we didn't. Did, did you have any that I had? No. I'm surprised we had no overlaps at all. And that, that I guess I'm often surprised by that because we often don't. And I, I, I think that's, I'm going to pat ourselves on the back. I think that's just the roominess of like, we pick funny shit and even if we had the same thing we'd still fucking crack each other up because we'd come like the, the fucking Woodrow thing the fact that we did that Will Row Hood yeah, yeah like if you guys haven't listened to our letters episode oh I, I don't want to give it away but it's there. there's a Star Wars related one you should go listen to that because that's that episode and that Star Wars moment where we both write letters from the same character but completely different but also like they could both be from the same character it would work that's one of my favorite collaborations that we did unknowingly if you guys like our shit listen to that episode it's really fucking funny Oh, yeah. Letters from the movies is so fucking fun. Well, what do you got? You got any more here? I'm out, dude. I'm dry. Let me dry. You got one more? I have a couple more, but I have one one that I think is like worth saying, okay? Hit me. You got a dead body laying in the snow on Hoth. They call in Marge Gunderson, played by Ray. Ray comes in to try to solve this murder, and she's like a hokey cowpoke kind of girl. She's married <laughs> to Finn, who just is like, doesn't do anything, just makes his coffee. He also works with her. At the same time, you've got 3PO, 3PO Lundegaard, <laughs> 3PO voiced by William H. Macy. He has a plot. <laughs> he creates a plot to get his wife kidnapped and she is being held by Han and Chewie. Han plays the Steve Buscemi character whose Great. name is Carl Showwater yeah. and uh, Chewie is the, the, I think his name is Peter Stormware, the, the, that guy who always plays Russian guy. His yeah. character's name, I looked it up, is Gair, G-A-E-A-R, Gair Grimsrud and that's Chewie. Or you can actually do that as Ponda Barba and Dr. Evanson, the guys from the cantina who lose an arm because they're fucking with Luke. That's I think Han great. and Chewie is funnier. Han that and movie Chewie's ends, hilarious. That movie ends with Chewie throwing Han into uh, a disintegrator. A wood chipper. Yeah, a disintegrator. <laughs> and just to see like Han just getting fucked up continuously throughout the movie. Yeah, you should have seen the other guy. Yeah, like, hold, yeah holding his shit. neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's an awkward scene where Ray goes to dinner with an old flame. Uh, in the movie, it was that Asian guy. His name was Mike Yangita was the character name. In yeah. this one, it, I, at first I thought Yoda would be funny because the character plays it off for a while but then like spills his guts about how much he loves her in a really awkward way it's a really funny ass scene I would love to see Yoda deliver those lines about like I love you I still do lonely I am because like that's what the guy was like basically like pleading with her but same thing I would love to see Lando go from like what do we have here to please I'm so lonely I think that'd be funny as shit too Oh, man. And then I got the last character. Okay. In that movie, it's a fake kidnapping, right? William, William H. Macy has a fake kidnapping for his wife. Right. But he's got a rich father-in-law that he's trying to steal this, embezzle this money from. The right. rich father-in-law keeps fucking up the drops because he thinks he knows better. And he's this older white guy who's like, oh, oh. he's like a, you know, like a, a harumph, harumph, harumph kind of guy. Yeah. He's, he's played by Admiral Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 
Only way to deal with these fuckers. (laughs) He gets out of the car. (laughs) That's amazing. I can just see Ray going down to the the seedy bar, Jabba's Palace, and she's talking to uh, a Twelik and uh, some of those shitty Max Rebo CGI band members. Yeah, yeah. She'd be like, yeah, what can you tell me about him? Oh, he was just kind of a funny guy, funny looking. (laughs) Can you tell me anything else about him? He was uncircumcised. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. I can just see a fucking like Greedo being like, <laughs> yeah. There's a big Indian Indian guy in that movie who comes in and kicks the shit out of Steve Buscemi's character. Yeah. That could be like a Gamorrean guard or yes. a Gamorrean guard because he comes out of nowhere and just beats the shit out of him. Dude, have you ever seen the Fargo TV show? I watched the first season and was not, I was not won over. It was okay. It was good, but I had other shit going on. Oh my God, dude. That's one of the best seasons of television ever made. Front to The back. first season of Fargo? The first season season of Fargo. I mean, that is one of my all-time favorites, and I make people sit down and binge watch the whole thing with me, because Billy Bob Thornton is one of the best villains ever filmed for that season. Yeah, and I don't know that I disagree with that, but it just didn't hit me. Like, I'm watching Ozark right now, and I'm like six or seven episodes in, and it is not bad, but like, I don't see what the fuss is about, and I admit that that might be on me and where I am right now while I'm watching that, and maybe the same was true with Fargo. It was interesting. I also feel like it was a good build-up, and then like the last episode or two, they were like, okay, then then this happened. And you're like, wait, but you were doing, you were building. That's that's the best you could build to. But it also was such a great like setup for what the movie Fargo became. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is true. Um, I haven't watched any, I don't know how many other seasons there were. There were, there were more seasons after that, right? Yeah. But they're all different. Like, so season two was a prequel to season one. Season three was later in like the nineties mm-hmm. and season four is not even in Fargo, South Dakota. It's like in a completely different city. Near go? <laughs> Somewhere my dad is smiling. Yeah, he thought that was funny. Good job. So let's do a countdown, man. Let's pick our favorite movies that we've adapted into Star Wars films. Okay. Before we do this, can I insert one more? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Off the top of my dome, dude. Here we go. It is the television producer that has to create the Life Day Celebration Broadcast Marathon for the entire universe. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about cramming Scrooged, the holiday classic. <laughs> and the Star Wars holiday special into the universe. Who would be the Bill Murray character? I'm thinking Lando. Like He's like super suave and an asshole at first, but then gets super frazzled by the end and has to like change his ways. Lando would be a good one for that. <laughs> but like he's trying to produce the Chewbacca like sing-along moment or like the Julia Child cooking segment and all this like bullshit. Like, like the Star Wars holiday special as itself, it'd be like super meta. Like he is actually making what becomes the holiday special. He's like, okay, we're going to roll the Boba Fett footage in three, two, one, and go. Cartoons time. <laughs> it's the fucking Boba Fett cartoon, but like has to put together this horrible, shitty holiday. That's pretty funny. Life Day special. That'd be hysterical. But like, it could also be, it'd be funny if it was like Obi-Wan, because then when you have the Jack Palance character show up to to like be like, you know, he's drinking the whiskey and he shoots him and the and the whiskey comes out of him. He's spitting up golf balls and shit. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it's, and it's a dead Anakin Skywalker in like a crushed Darth Vader uniform all awesome. burnt up and shitty. Which yeah. which Obi-Wan is it though? Is it Alec Guinness or is it uh, Ewan McGregor? It'd be Ewan McGregor. He's got to okay. be young enough to be wacky. Yeah. The hijinks? Yeah. yeah Alec, yeah, Alec Guinness isn't really a hijinks kind of guy, huh? It'd be pretty funny though. And then like Yoda is the the, the fairy, the, the fairy character. That keeps kicking like, him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> she almost ripped his, uh, is it his ear or his lip? Like she fucked him up in that scene. Like for real. Her, her ring when she was smacking at him. Like, oh yeah. Up. Yeah, really bad. You got this little Ewok who won't talk. <laughs> wicket, wicket won't talk. God bless us, everyone. Oh man, that would be. That's actually that's a good pull. That's pretty funny. That'd be really hysterical. Oh my god. Oh, I'm all right. Bored. Well, that's a good. That's a good late addition. But that didn't make the list. What did make the list? All right. At number five, your Breaking Bad, your Breaking Jedi was such a fun world. You know, Breaking Bad is such a Breaking Sith because they're making kyber oh, uh, synthetic okay. kyber crystals. Breaking. I Sith. like that Breaking Sith. That's such a fun world, and I love all the fun ideas you had and the casting for it was really hilarious. So that was fun. And so we didn't that's even, number I feel five. Like we could do a whole episode on scenes and 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 situations of that movie sure. or that show that would translate to a Star Wars. That would be fun, <laughs> right? That would be funny as 
Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be funny. It's a strong number five. This was actually, and Rumi and I like spend some time on these lists. We sometimes argue and be like, no, that's three. That's four. No, that's four. That's three. This is one of those that like, we wanted to put all of these at number one. I don't know which one. There's one or two that we definitely have a, a, a stronger love for, but it's hard to, it's hard to make these lists, guys. Number it's four, hard to do your pulp culture countdown. Yeah, it is. We work hard for you guys. Number four, we have Rumi's awesome team up idea of four Lom and Zuckus learning the streets in training day. I love that. <laughs> Training droid. Training, Training droid. droid. Yep. <laughs> Yep, he's he's getting he's getting Forlom teaching him the ropes of bounty hunting. Zuckus I love that. Style. I might have to watch that movie now because of all the movies we've talked about, that I haven't seen that one in a while. And it is so. Are you a wolf? Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you a droid? Beep boop. <laughs> Can't hear you. Beep boop. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, what oh do we man, got for three. Number three. Looking back. On the track with my little green <laughs> It's Reservoir Dogs with all the bounty hunters. And I just love that you noticed that they like lined up perfectly with the Reservoir Dogs. Uh, this is so much fun. You got Boba Fett as Harvey Keitel. Mr. White. You a doctor? You a doctor? You're not going to die. <laughs> Say the goddamn words. I'm shot, Larry. <laughs> Fucking dying here. <laughs> Unwrap your head a little bit. Use some of those rags. Wrap yeah, that's head. what he would do. <laughs> and he's, he'd have to have like a funny ass hairstyle after he pulled that shit out. Like, oh, I wouldn't have thought that that's what would be under there. <laughs> right. Oh, oh my God. I love that. Oh man. Number three, Reservoir Dogs. Number two, we have your awesome mashup of Green Room and Droids and the Ferg and Dan band. I think yeah. that's, that was awesome. What what great pulls across the board. And it's easy to populate that world. And yeah. if you guys haven't seen Green Room, check that shit out. It was on Netflix a while back. I don't know if it's those, but it's definitely worth a watch. But don't watch it if you're going to like a child's birthday party or something right after because it's <laughs> it's not a feel good movie by any means, but it is, it is a good movie. Really good movie. The only way good. to improve it would be to populate it with band members and droids. Yeah, that'd be that'd be super fun. Oh man, so good. Number one, we got Pulp Fiction in the Star Wars universe. That had me cracking the fuck up. I just love the idea of Leia as Marcellus Wallace. I think she's the coolest character. Like I thought of it, and I was like, well, no, that's and, great. It fits, and she doesn't have the size or the intimidation factor, but her power and presence, and she just get, gets in your face. She is one of the only characters in the entire series to walk right up to Darth Vader and be like, "Suck it." Like, and she's got. Yeah, I that's should right. have known you pulling over a vessel like this. She is in his face, taking no shit from Vader. That's how we meet her, right? Like we meet her that way. Yeah, being a badass. Like everybody else is pisses their pants when they see Vader. In this movie, she would have a a bandaid on the back of her neck. Yep. And she someone stole R two D two, and that he's got the thing inside. So when R two D two opens his little port, all that golden light shines out. We never get to see what's coming out, but it's some sort it's of kyber crystals. You know what it is? It's kyber yeah. crystals. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you cast as Mia Wallace again? Ula, Jabba's okay. dancer. Okay. I, I probably could do a better dancer with that, but I thought a better casting than that, but I thought it was a sexy a sexy person to do. And once again, who was the John Travolta role? Vincent Vega. That's Han. Han. <laughs> right? That's smarmy. I think he would be perfect at that. Lando could probably do it too, but I think Lando's better elsewhere. I like Han as Vincent. I just like Han in the mirror. He's like, you're going to go out there? You're going to have a drink? You're not <laughs> going to brush it? You're going to drink, drink your drink. drink. Don't be rude. You're go home. Just jack off. And that's all, that's all you're going to do. Yeah. Uh, and then he's got to throw her in the, uh, the souped up Falcon. He yeah. crashes onto Lando's lawn. Girl. Bow, bow, <laughs> bow, bow. You'll be a twelve. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is, you know what I just realized? When we do ones like this, and we've did it for like three or four of these movies where we just keep quoting lines, yeah. if people haven't seen, like if anyone listening to this haven't seen Pulp Fiction, not only do they not get the joke, but all we're doing is yelling random words. They have no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're like, well, why do they keep singing? Like obviously they know we're talking about the movie, but if you haven't seen it, you have no context. Well, what I was hoping is people would envision these characters doing this Twelic, this blue woman with two giant fucking tentacles coming yeah, off the bo- back of bo- her head. Bo- but I would love to see her do the cat dance from Aristocats during the, the boogie scene. Oh, when they're doing when the, the, the twist. When they go to Jabba's Palace and they yeah. have to win the competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just see her laying one of her tentacles down on the table and putting the coke across it. Just <laughs> she off her sniffs own, it off of her own head tentacle. <laughs> head tentacle. <laughs> 
god! I said, "God damn!" And uh, uh, when when he goes to when he goes to Lando's to get the, the give me a, a marker, a fucking a magic fucking ballpoint marker. pen, <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Lobot. Whoa, that was trippy. Yeah. <laughs> Is he the, yeah, that's Lobot. Is he the guy with is all the, 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 the shit on his shit? head? <laughs> no, no, that's, that's Lobot. Lobot. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> He's my assistant. <laughs> that's my assistant. Uh, what about you? You got you have you know Boba Fett's looking around this this oh Boba Fett is looking around Watto's junk shop for a weapon, and at first he picks up like a gaffy stick. And then he puts that down. And then he finds a vibro... No, vibro axes... Vibro axes the um, the chainsaw. He picks up the yeah. vibro axe. And then he throws that down. And then he picks up a lightsaber. Yes. And he's like, yeah. And he goes down there. Kicks Ugh. the door. He kicks the door open. Kills the rancor. It works. Even even visually in the movie, it was a fucking samurai sword. Right? You pull out a lightsaber. Goes down there. He cuts Maynard in half. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Leia about to get medieval. Yeah, I was gonna in say, ass. Leia, <laughs> call a bunch of bad with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. But I'm about to go Sith on your ass. Oh my god! It's so good. Yeah, that's it. Number one. I'm still laughing about it. Shit, man. <laughs> Whose swoop bike is this? Zed. Who's Zed? Zed's dead, baby. Zed's, Zed's dead. dead. <laughs> Leia's. Who's Leia? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so good. Oh god. Does Marcellus Wallace look like a bitch? <laughs> what? <laughs> Say what again? What planet you from? What ain't no planet I ever heard of? They speak English on what? They speak basic on what? Eat shit that. numb in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, this this uh, Reservoir Dogs, I think, is my favorite. But Reservoir Dogs is an amazing movie because of its simplicity. This movie is way more complex, and there's so much more going on. But there's a weird editing error that when they're yelling at him, the bullet holes are already in the wall for when he pops out of the bathroom and shoots him because they just couldn't cover him up. Suckers ruined it. All right, put this one at number five then. <laughs> they got Big Macs on Bestman. Nah, man, I didn't go to Burger King. <laughs> I was trying to think of Star Wars food to do with that. Oh, God. You know what they call a quarter pounder on Bespin? Royale with cheese. Bantha with cheese. Bantha special with cheese. <laughs> and then he says, uh, doesn't he say, what's in this? And he says, Sprite. I have some of your tasty beverage to wash. What's in this? Blue milk. <laughs> Can I have some of your tasty <laughs> beverage to wash down this Bantha baby? <laughs> Guys, let us know what your mashup crossover smashups would be. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod and our website, launchpadpod.com. We love hearing your ideas. We really do. It's awesome. Our listeners really do come up with some great ideas. I love hearing them. Like, I'm already thinking of other movies and we can't keep this going, but let us know what you're thinking. Guys, if you are into space shit, did you guys watch the SpaceX launch? Because we went back to space. America had its first launch from America in a long time. Fucking SpaceX and NASA teamed up and shot two guys up into space with some high-tech rocket shit. It was amazing. I watched it. Did you see it, Rumi? I did not. Oh, it was incredible. It was incredible. The amount of coverage that we got from it, like, you got to see cameras all the way inside the cockpit as the launch went off, in space, as the the couplings detached and flew back to Earth, because that's what we're doing now. We're not dropping in the ocean. The, The back half of the rocket, the fuel cells, are flying back to Earth and landing on drone ships, both that drive themselves, land the rockets back on it. They coupled with the International Space Station. It was incredible. It was one of the, like, they had been flying this rocket up and down to do cargo missions, but it's the first time they put people in the in the Dragon rocket. Cool name, Dragon. Blah, awesome. yeah. uh, guys, it's online. If you are into this, this is monumental, and I know it's been overshadowed by some more important uh, social issues, but space is so fucking cool, and I'm so glad that we're getting back out there, and I'm I was eating it up. So if you haven't had a chance, go watch the Dragon Launch with SpaceX and NASA. And uh, yeah, it's really, really cool. And the coverage is amazing. Yeah. You know what? You're saying it's cool to do that. But what's going to happen the way this fucking year is going, they're going to get up there and event horizon something. And then we're all going 
to be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> There's any number of fucking uh, space movies that this could go wrong. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, Rumi, let's blast this thing off. You got it, man. Oh, man. This has been fun. We've been uh, Chewie and Han. And Han, and Chewie's about to retire from the police force, and Han <laughs> can dislocate his shoulders to get out of a straitjacket. <laughs> And uh, they're they're starting a podcast, and they are called the Rocketeers, and they are out. <laughs> Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one.